Shalom, our topic is Hadassim grown during the Shemitah year. Uh, it is not right before uh, Sukkot, but uh, we are, at least in Israel, right before the beginning of Parshas Behar. Uh, I realize that uh, that our Parshios are off sync, are, are, are uh, different in Chutzlar, it's in Eretz Yisrael. Um, so uh, I just caught that. So the this is for the coming parsha in Eretz Yisrael, Hadassim grown during the Shemitah year. Now, um, I I like to do this through learning a piece from Rav Ovadia Yosef's Chazon Ovadia. The um, the uh, He begins with Hadassim Agdelim Bakarka Shel Yisrael in by Mishum Kedusha Shviz. So Hadassim that are grown in Jewish land don't have the sanctity of 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 Shviz of, of the Shemitah year, which means that the rules that apply to uh, Shemitah produce would 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 not apply to Hadassim, and that would mean, for instance. Uh, the issue of exporting to Chutzlaretz would not be an issue. The issue of um, of <coughs> excuse me selling uh, selling for profit merchandise uh, would not be an issue. Uh, it's a very far-reaching psak. Now the um, the just want to just a, a, just to step out for a moment and have a look. The the four species with regards to uh, to the sukkahs after the Shemitah year uh, raises some uh, Shemitah halachic issues because, um, for instance, the esrog is something that very likely will have kedusha shviz. Um, the the esrogim this year, so most of the esrogim were picked during the seventh year. And they were esrogim that matured during the seventh year. And hence, the simple thing would be that as fruit, uh, which grow after, which go after whose, whose year is classified by a certain stage of growth called kanata. So esrogim, some, many say, is no different. There are others that say that esrogim are different than other fruits, and they have a special halacha, and they go, and, and we, we, as we'd say, we, they go after, they would be, uh, their year would be classified based on when they are picked. So theoretically, uh, if an esrog was was picked, let's say after Rosh Hashanah, uh, even though it had grown during the Shemitah year, so then according to that approach, it wouldn't have Kedusha Shvi. So theoretically, uh, last year you could have picked it in the sixth year. And this year you could pick it in the eighth year. And avoid the issues of kedusha shvis with regards to to uh, to esrogim. The thing is, most of the esrogim are going to be picked in the in the in the seventh year. Uh, also, meaning not just grown in the seventh year, but also picked in this in the in the seventh year. And uh, that is, it is not unanimous that you go by when it was picked. Some say that you go by like normal fruit. So that's the esrog issue. Uh, lulavim has a has an issue which is seems to be uh, uh, less of a major uh, idea. Lulavim are 
in some places were used for brooms. Um, and why is that relevant? Because whether what, what seems to come out of the, the sugyas in our Gemara is that whether you're classified as something with Shmita, with Kedusha Shmita or not, Kedusha Shviz or not, whether the Shmita laws apply, uh, are whether Hana'ato Uviuro Shavat, whether the, the pleasure or the benefit, excuse me, that somebody would get from, let's say, a fruit, and when the thing gets destroyed, come at the same time. So when you eat an orange, as you're eating the orange, you are both benefiting and and uh, and it's being destroyed in your mouth. Um, the so the classic kedusha shvis is something that you're eating, but sweeping as you're sweeping the edges of the of the uh, lulav are uh, are getting getting ruined. So that that is a suggestion that maybe they have kedusha shvis because of that. Uh, however, um, there is another another side to things. Mitzvos lav lehanis nitnu. Mitzvos are not for the sake of deriving benefit. The lulavim are grown for uh, for the mitzvah, um, and uh, and there's also textual proof. So that's lulavim. Aravos nobody has an issue with. The Rav and Arshul said uh, we learned something from this that uh, the the simple arava, no machlokes, and the more simple the person is, the less machlokes he he he, uh, he he brings out. But uh, but the simple thing is, an arava is a classic example of of a of a tree which which we don't. Uh, the only benefit one would get, let's say, is is firewood, uh, and that's something. That's the 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 thing which is classically not the kind of benefit that would bring about Kedusha Shviz. So what about Hadassim? So Ravavadya says, Hadassim Agdeli Mekarka Shal Yisrael, Mishim Kedusha Shviz. So he says they don't have Kedusha Shviz. Um, let me just, I left this, uh, this book on the shelf. Let me get it for a second. Yeah, if you look, uh, if you look in this in this guide, um, it's called Sefer Dinei Shvi Tashalem, uh, which is distributed in the educational system uh, here. So, uh, so, so they bring it as not so simple. There are those that say that Asim don't have kedusha shvis. There are those that say that kedushas that uh, that they do have kedusha shvis, like other uh, fragrant uh, vegetation. Uh, so uh, many people after after sukkahs use their hadasim for besamim on Motei Shabbos, which is which is clearly for the benefit of smelling. So um, that's the, uh, um, 
that's the issue. So, so there is a, uh, there is a direction that goes against what Ravadia says here, that, that should be known, full disclosure. But let's read what, how Ravadia explains his approach. So, Hadassim that grow in Jewish land don't have Kedusha Shvis. Let's read inside. Even though they are, they are made for smelling, meaning Hadassim are a fragrant uh, uh, smelling uh, tree, bush, uh, the leaves are fragrant. Um, and, and, you know, thank God Israel is full of Hadassim bushes and rosemary bushes and lavender bushes. Uh, that all have, have have fragrance in their leaves. Um, so the Yerushalmi, that's a Yerushalmi in the beginning of the seventh parak of Shvi. It's a very short Yerushalmi, which, uh, which raises the question about whether Basamim have Kedusha Shvi's. And the conclusion of that Yerushalmi is, is, seems to be unclear. Uh, is there just a minority opinion that says that it is that it doesn't have kedusha shvis, or is this something that is uh, the conclusion of the Gemara? Unclear. Um, so says Ravavadya. However, even though there is a, a a doubt in the Yerushalmi about whether whether fragrance fragrant vegetation has kedusha shvis, but you don't have to treat. With Kedusha Shvis, why? There is a Mishnah that includes the rose, Verid, as something that has Kedusha Shvis. Again, once again, when we say Kedusha Shvis, we mean something that has the sanctity of the Shemitah and all the halachot that, 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 that stem from that, which would include uh, um, the prohibition against Mishar, against against. Uh, uh, business activities with it would be selling it for profit, uh, taking it out of Eretz Yisrael, um, and uh, and using it in an irregular fashion. Those are just three of the halachot. So it lists roses. Now roses seem to be a fragrant fruit, however, a fragrant uh, flower. The chasav a missionary shona shamrav. The missionary shona is a parish on the Mishnayis, which is which is written. Um, which which he has uh, uh, two two kinds of there's Mishnah Rishona Mishnah Achrona, but he uses that uh, as the name of his his commentary different places. Even though it is uh, for fragrance, the reason why uh, uh, a rose has kedusha shvis is not because of its smell, because smell is the classic thing where that when you derive benefit and when the thing becomes destroyed, don't happen at the same time. Because when you smell a fragrant rose, so the rose is intact and you smell it. So you're getting your benefit while it's intact. Later on, the rose withers away. But so, so offhand, the definition, which is the Gemara's definition of, of, of what has Kedusha Svi, something that Hana'ato Viroshava, uh, its, its benefit and its destruction uh, comes at the same time. Well, well, 
that would only apply to the rose, he said, when you use it in food. Now, uh, sure enough, um, roses are used, for instance, there's something called ribatro shanim, which is, uh, which is uh, jam made from the petals of roses. So it has, it has, and, and it sounds like people would add rose leaves you got to check them for bugs. They would add rose leaves to f- to food to give it a fragrance also, but then it would be So even though so then it would be it would fill it fit under the 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 classic, but but uh so if somehow uh rose hips, yeah, yeah could be I, I I am not I'm familiar with the word and I don't know exactly what they do with it um uh we were talking in sheer uh I um got it usually on on Yomatsmaut in the yeshiva so I learned something connected with mitzvah satulias ba'aretz so um Ravarim Lichtenstein used to do that to Kona Lorelcha. So I try to do, do that at least partially, at least part of the morning. And so uh, I did this topic with, with our shear. So one of the guys went online right away and he started seeing uh, what people do, uh, what foods might, be, uh, might use myrtle leaves. So apparently you can also uh, cook things with myrtle leaves. Um, so uh, that that possibility might also exist, but in general, the way myrtles are usually used is uh, is you smell them, okay? You smell them, but they're intact. Concerning that Yerushalmi, so the Chazonish said that we cannot resolve the the doubt of the Yerushalmi. In fact, the Yerushalmi doesn't bring up that Mishnah. Because he says the exact same thing as the Malach uh, the uh, not Malach Shlomo, Malach Shlomo is Rosh Shlomo Adani, who's uh, also a parish on the Mishnah, but it's from a uh, the Yemenite uh, Rav. But this is the Mishnah Rishonah. So the Mishnah, what just like the Mishnah Rishonah says, the Chazonich also says uh, that uh, it, it the rose that the Mishnah speaks about is is uh, is something that would have added taste. In in food, uh, it's interesting. He doesn't say smell. He says taste. But the but the hanato viroshave uh, comes out also. So now, umuchach. It is clear from there shebahadasim delo shayachai time. That reason doesn't exist. In kedusha shvis. So then there's no kedusha shvis. So that's the um, that's the story. Meaning. Even though there is a doubt in Yerushalmi, and some might say, uh, be like that doubt. You see that the Mishnah Rishon and the Chazonish do not, and they interpret that the, that the Mishnah is talking about, the Mishnah talks about roses uh, having Kedusha Shvis, it's because of their food value and not because of their smell. Now, the Chain Mochach Bemaskanas Yerushalmi Sham. So, so the, the conclusion of the Rishalmi uh, seems to also be like that. Okay, and that's that that also seems to be treated as the as the um, 
uh, conclusion. So that's again, it's a it's a it's a short Yerushalmi, uh, which um, we just uh, pull it up for a second. We have a very nice new edition of the Rishami and the Yeshiva. Yeah. It's a very short Yerushalmi. Besami Mao Shialam Kedusha Shviz. Fragrances, spices. Do they have Kedusha Shviz? So they quote a Brisa. Haperech Lavan Veha, oh, they're different Girsas, uh, Oren, Orez, uh, Odem, Enalem Kedusha So there, there's a certain fragrance that doesn't have Kedusha So that seems to be the conclusion. But then the Gemara says, Chavraya, the Rabbi Shimonhi, the, the Rabbanim, the Chaverim, the friends in the basementers, they said that that sheet is Rabbi Shimon, and Rabbi Shimon says, that ain le kataf shvis mipnesha eno kapri. That kataf, something called kataf, which is a, a, has a fragrant sap of a tree. So it doesn't have kedusha shvis because it's not like a fruit. Okay, so 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 that brisa might be a minority opinion of Rabbi Shimon. Then the Gemara says, Rabbi Shmuel, b'shem Rabbi Avo, tipater kedivriakol. Rabbi Shmuel, quoting Rabbi Avo, says that you could interpret that brisa about uh, these fragrances, these spices, uh, not having kedusha shviz as unanimous. But behadan nesorta, it's talking a, about a place called nesorta, where there that those things called perech lavan and orez or oren or odom don't have any fragrance, but in other places. Uh, maybe they do have Kedusha Shviz. So that's the unresolved Yerushalmi. Uh, it is not crystal clear that the and that's the end of the Yerushalmi. So it's, un, it's, it's unclear how it concludes. There is a suggestion that everybody agrees that it has Kedusha, that fragrant things have Kedusha Shviz. There is a suggestion that Rabbi Shimon says no. Um, and, um, and then the question is, do we pass like Rabbi Shimon? Do we pass like everybody else? Uh, so it's it's it seems to be unresolved. But he quotes Cheshev Haifod. I'm not familiar with that sefer. Who who says that uh, that we don't have to treat it with kedusha shvis? As far as as far as I know, the places that sell uh, um, flowers this year that are under special shmita supervision, uh, they do. Uh, uh, um, they do try to make sure that f- that flowers that are gr- fragrant flowers that are grown in Eretz Yisrael uh, to treat them as having kedusha shvis. As far as I know, uh, I think that is a wide that is that is I think a widespread chumra. Um, I say chumra because uh, it might be that 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 they that they don't, and it's and again it's a Yerushalmi as opposed to a Bavli where where it wouldn't fit in with the categorization of Hanatanu Biron Shavet. Uh, it sounds like the Yerushalmi goes against that Bavli. The Bavli goes against the Yerushalmi. 
אוקיי, ובשו"ת ציצה קודש, נאו, כתב שהגון מהרל דיסקין, רבי שולייב דיסקין, הורה לסוכרי אתרוגים בשבי, so he, he instructed the אסרוגים מרצ'נס שישלחו לחוץ לארץ עם האסרוגים בדי הדסים ויבליעו דמי האסרוגים בהדסים. So uh, without getting into the discussion of exporting אסרוגים during the Shemitah year, but he said as a, as a way of dealing with it, assuming that הדסים have no קדושה שביס. So he says that when you export the, the, the Asrogim, you should export it with Hadassim Dafka, and then, and the, and the price should be subsumed under the, with the price of the, of the Hadassim, implying that it's clear that Hadassim don't have Kedusha Shviz. And the Tzitz Eliezer says something similar. And Rav Shlomo Zalman says this, that the, that the uh, myrtles that grow in our holy land, now here's a new svara. Uh, it's not that they don't have Kedusha Shviz, but it's that the Hadassim that are grown, it's not that fragrances don't have Kedusha Shviz, but the Hadassim that are grown for the mitzvah, this is a svar that I mentioned already with Lulavim, that the Hadassim that are grown for the mitzvah, their main use is the mitzvah, and Kedusha Shviz doesn't apply to something whose main purpose is the mitzvah. Uh, this is based on the principle that they quote of Mitzvos lav lehonos nitno, that, that mitzvahs aren't made for personal benefit. So even though it is a fragrant, uh, let's say the myrtles are fragrant, and they are also used for smell, but the myrtle crop uh, is primarily for doing the mitzvah. And therefore, Kedusha Shviz doesn't, uh, doesn't apply to them. And that is the general uh, approach that uh, to treat um, uh, Hadassim as not having Kedusha Shviz. Okay, now he, now he adds one more thing where you see Rav Avadia's position on the Heter Mechira. Uh, I'm not sure when this was written, but And certainly, one should not be stringent about Hadassim that grow in orchards, in Jewish orchards that were sold to non-Jews through the Rabbanut. They don't have Kedusha Shviz at all, because as, because he, and that's obvious, this is something that he, he held, that the heter mechira is a good heter. Uh, if it's sold, it's sold. So, um, uh, so it comes out, uh, according to this, again, if you rely on the heter mechira and it is sold to non-Jews, uh, so, so the, whole ish, the whole thing is a non-issue. Uh, it doesn't have Kedusha Shviz. Uh, it could be that fragrant fragrances, fragrant vegetation doesn't have Kedusha Shviz at all because it is not, it doesn't have the characteristic that seems to be described as, 
as necessary for Kedushas Shvis of having Hana'ato Uviuro Shava, that the, that the benefit that you get and the destruction of the thing, uh, like in the classic eating, where as you're eating something, you're benefiting and you're destroying it. You're, you're taking the fruit and consuming it. So uh, that doesn't apply to fragrances because fragrances, you derive benefit now and the thing is intact. So that's saying that Kedusha Shvis doesn't apply to fragrant things at all. It wouldn't apply to fragrant flowers. It wouldn't apply to fra- fragrant hadasim uh, and rosemary and then lavender, whatever, what have you. So that's a, a second reason to say there's no Kedusha Shvis. A third reason to say is that uh, uh, even if you were to be concerned about the side in the Rishalmi that fragrant things do have Kedusha Shvis, either uh, the Rabbanon that argue with, with Rabbi Shimon uh, uh, and the Brisa that the, that the Rishalmi quotes is Rabbi Shimon's approach, or the Brisa is even unanimous uh, it's even the Rabbanan, but but it was talking about a place where there are okimta, a place where there was where there was no fragrance to these particular things. Um, so so even if you say that the Rishalmi does hold, <clears throat> does present us with an opinion that um, it says there is kedusha shvis by fragrance, fragrant things, uh, and we have to be concerned about this approach in the Rishalmi. So. Uh, Despite this uh, uh, issue that is spoken about, for some reason we have to be concerned about the Yerushalmi. So still, Rav, Rav Shlomo Zaman Auerbach brings up the Svara that our Hadassim that are grown primarily for the mitzvah, and we hold mitzvahs lavli hanos nitnu, that mitzvahs aren't made for, for, for personal benefit. So therefore, Kedusha Shvis. Uh, would not apply to them. Uh, and uh, this would be despite the fact that uh, there is a secondary use of the Hadassim uh, to smell. But, and it could be that after it, after uh, the, after Sukkot, you're going to use it for your besumming. But that's a secondary use. And because its primary use is for the mitzvah, it wouldn't have Kedusha Shvitz. So that's the that's Rav Avadi's conclusion. And that's the way he starts the piece. Hadasim agdeli mekarka shel Yisrael. Hadasim that grow in Jewish uh, land. Ein bahem mishum kedusha shvis. They don't. We don't have the the issue of of uh, of kedusha shvis.